There is a quote that I came across and it struck a chord in my heart and it goes something like this. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. This is something that we as mothers come across and we perhaps don't pay close attention to it. I know when it struck a chord in my heart, I didn't think deeply into what it is, but many times we need to stand. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you the importance of a stand. I am Dr. Duny. I am the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. And what is special about this show is mothers are on a journey and it never really ends even when the children leave the house. But this journey has got good parts, not very great parts, and quite ugly parts. What this show does is that it goes through all these phases and discusses ways by which we can uplift ourselves, ensure our well-being, and ensure that not only are we going through this journey, but we're building ourselves up, we're building our well-being up, and we are living well in ourselves. And right now, I'd like to invite you to take a stand with me as we go about our journey on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. It's a special edition and it's a celebratory edition because I decided to take a stand. And you know what that stand was? It's to stand for mothers to rise and say, hey, I know there are mothers out there that are feeling trampled down. They are feeling broken down, burnt out, overwhelmed, stressed out. I know because I was one of them. I know because I see many of them. As a family doctor, I see many mothers crumbling inside. But they put off a brave face just to make sure that things are going. And sometimes their health deteriorates, their well-being disintegrates, and they become unwell. We don't want that to happen. So I'm celebrating today the anniversary of the Wellbeing for Mothers show. So join me as we go through the anniversary series and move into another season of this show. I remember when there was a time I was going through the most challenging parts of my journey of motherhood. And you know, when you're going through a part in your life where you don't feel like getting out of bed, I don't know how many of you have ever felt that way. You're terrified. You're devastated. That's where I found myself when I was grieving the loss of my father. And there were mornings I would wish were nights, and there were nights I wish were morning. So sleep was something that I craved but never really got a good quality or quantity of sleep. And that impacted my well-being as well as the energy levels I had. So one of these days while I was under the duvet, feeling uncomfortably sad, 
feeling deeply disturbed. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to turn. But something kept ringing in my head. This too shall pass. And as it was, the sound was coming through, this too shall pass. There was a critical voice saying, oh, really? <laughs> How? <laughs> How shall this happen? And you will have those voices in your head sometimes that will tell you, you can do this. You're amazing. And then another voice says, huh? says who? Who says you're amazing? Didn't you feel the other day? Were you not doing this thing you were not supposed to be doing? Were you not lacking that um, thing that you were hoping for? Oh, did you not go drop the children late at school? That critical voice is always there. And unfortunately, it knocks mothers down, knocks down your confidence, knocks down your focus, and also knocks down the entire mother to say, oh, I'm not good enough. And so we're going to address this today. Today, I share a very important message. There was a man that was very wealthy, very well-known, famous. He was loved by his family and he felt really sad. So someone asked him, why are you so sad? What's going on? He says, I don't know. I'm just not feeling fulfilled. I'm not feeling sad, happy at all. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to turn. And I was really feeling dejected. But then not too far away, there was a man who was homeless, lived, he didn't have a tent, so he had some cardboard he had put around himself when he falls to sleep. That was his bed. That was his mat. He had a little cup in front that he usually begged for money. And he would get up and he would say, hey, morning, how are you? And he's very cheerful and kind of full of energy, even though he was in that state of homelessness. And so he was approached, well, I mean, what's going on? Why are you feeling this way? I mean, I believe you're homeless. No, seeing you in this spot with these um, items. And says, yes, I may not have a home right now, but um, it's a good day to be alive. And that's actually made some people quite interested. And as a result, they asked him, so, I mean, well, what are you, what's this particular thing that is making you so happy? He says, today is a good day. Every day when I'm above ground is a good day. The first time I heard that story, I thought to myself, wow, what great insight. Because we sometimes look for those big things Maybe you get that promotion at work. Maybe you get your jobs done, your to-do list, which of course, you know, for those who probably know me, I used to be a fan of to-do lists, but not as much now. So you have all your list of things to do and you've sorted them out. You think that's a good day. Sometimes we need to look at any day we are above ground is a good day. And so it's important to look for something that you would stand for. 
So he, this very wealthy man, having heard the experience of this not wealthy man, thought to himself, oh my goodness, I think I've got everything material, but I don't have that attitude. I don't have that clarity of purpose. And so he started the hunt for purpose. He started a hunt to know what he stood for. What do you stand for? It took the adversity I went through, the challenges I went through, for me to now understand what stand really means. And I'm going to break this down in an acronym because I want you to go through this and learn a bit more about how you can every single day stand in your power, stand in your authenticity, stand in your identity. So the S stands for stop for a moment. Yes, you do need to stop. Many times we as humans, we are just going and doing and wanting to do more and to go further. We are more interested in that goal, that achievement. And some people might have set some goals at the start of the year and perhaps they haven't reached it. So they start to get some apprehension, start to get some panic that, my goodness, I've not reached that goal. Things are going south. I'm not happy. And they're constantly doing. The problem with that is the stress that it brings is profound. And when the stress comes, we start to tend towards overwhelm. And when the stress is persistent and the overwhelm is boiling over, we get burnt out. And that's why many mothers struggle. So we don't want that. So you need to stop in the moment. And stopping in the moment means taking a moment in time to just pause what you're doing. Is it the way you're thinking? Think. Just stop, have a little bit of a thing, just from there. Just let, uh, let go of the million and one things that are going through your mind, the thousands of things that you're wanting to do now <laughs> or wanting to do yesterday. Whatever those things are, stop for a moment. Sometimes you need to actually stop moving. Stop. Now, the next thing you do when you stop for a moment is to take a breath. Yes, take a breath. You know what the breath does to you? It not only aerates your lungs, okay? It calms your nervous system. Remember, you as a human being, you're made up of body, you're made up of mind, you're made up of spirit, you're made up of soul. When you take a breath, you are calming the mental part of you, the mind part of you. You are, especially when you are taking the breath deeply and slowly, it is so transformational to your mental well-being. Physically, you are filling up your lungs with oxygen 
that will be made available to the different organs in your body, your brain, your eyes, your limbs, your heart, your guts, every single part of you. And very importantly, when you do that, you also are able to exhale and let go of those gases such as carbon dioxide, which is not serving you. You need to let go of it so that you can take in more oxygen, more fresh air. And the A is a very important thing when you're taking a stand. And that's the reason why it's right in the middle, because it means ask for help. Sometimes people think, oh, goodness, I couldn't possibly ask for help. People will think I've not got it all together, but that's not right. When you ask for help, not only does it reveal that, yes, you are not alone, you're not an island, but it also reveals that you have a level of self-awareness. Self-awareness is a critical part in emotional intelligence. I remember I told you, you're made up of all the components, including your soul. Your soul is the seat of your emotions. If you are able to recognize how you feel, what you're going through, what position you're in, then you have an awareness of your state of mind, your state of your soul, the emotions you are vibrating at and you can ask for help. Now, help is one thing that we all need. I'm not good at everything, for goodness sake. Some people say, Dr. Duny, you're just amazing. Is there anything you can't do? I'll say, oh, there's loads I can't do. Yes, I do. I am a family doctor. I'm also a best-selling author. I'm also, uh, well, one-time marathon runner, which is great, but also, I am a teacher and I do all these things. And people say, my goodness, is there anything you can't do? Yes, there are some things I'm not great at. And because I know I'm not great at it, I get in touch with people who are better than me and say, please, can you help me? And one great thing when you ask for help is that people are there and they're happy to help you. I'll tell you a little secret. When you ask your children to help you with something, oh my goodness, it's almost as though you see them mature. They rise to the challenge to say, help mommy to do this. I know that because that's exactly how I felt. I remember when my father would come back from work, he had this handkerchief. It was a white handkerchief and he would, um, uh, he would give it to me and we had this little bowl, put a little bit of water, put a little bit of soap and have it soaked in there for a while. And I always wanted to wash it for him. Now I was very young. I think probably about five or maybe less. And I'll go there and I'll start to try to wash this. And I wasn't great at washing, but I wanted to help my father. I wanted to help to make myself relevant. That is exactly how I felt at that age. And when I did that, I said, Daddy, it's all done. 
try to squeeze the thing dry and it's still dripping. And he says, well done. Thank you so much. That was very helpful. I felt better. The endorphins were released. I felt great. I was helpful. So when you ask your children, can you help me to tidy up? Can you help me to do this task or that task? Can you help me to prepare the meal? Can you help me? Let's set the table. Can you help me to prepare your bags for school tomorrow? They feel, whoo, I'm going to rise to the challenge. So do not limit yourself to, oh my goodness, when I ask for help, people will think I've not got it together. No, you can ask for help. Of course, sometimes you might need a bit more than setting the table, getting bags ready for school the next day. You might need some more um, expert help. Don't be afraid to ask. If you're going through challenges, you might need an expert, a health expert, a mental well-being expert, a coach, a mentor. And that's why I'm here. So that you can reach out and say, hey, Dr. Juni, I need, I need some help. Another very important thing is you can ask for help from your spouse, from your friends, from your loved ones. Do not step back from living that life where you can open your mouth and speak. There is a saying where I come from, it says, when you keep quiet, everybody will also keep quiet with you. You can imagine if you're going through a challenging situation, speak, ask for help. Let people, you never know, there might be someone in there that would say, oh, I heard what you just said. How can I help you? And you can bring your matter. Okay. So that is the middle point of standing. Now the N. Oh, now this is a very important one because this is something you need to do. Okay. Or rather you need to stop doing if you can. All right. So basically this is no is a word to say more often. Okay. Now you might be driving, you might be working out, you might be doing something. Just remember, say this. No is a word to say more often. Remind yourself. It is a word. It's a complete sentence. Many times I can see mothers, they go, um, you ask them, oh, could I do this for you? Or could you do this for me? And they go, um, no, because mm -mm -mm -mm. no is a complete sentence. Sometimes you can just say no. 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 Okay. We need to say no more often. Now, while, of course, I understand how difficult that can be. I mean, I'm a chronic people pleaser. I'm always there trying to make everybody happy, being the peacemaker. All right, then we'll do it like this. Oh, we'll do it like that. Oh, we'll move it like this. At a point, I needed to learn how to say no. And it was my son. At that time, he was about two. He taught me how to say no. Okay. And he made it so beautifully. 
in such a way that it just melted my heart that even though he was saying no, and maybe I would have been upset that he said no, that he wasn't going to do a particular chore, that is something that I adopted. No, but that's a kind offer. <laughs> you know, it's just so beautiful the way he said it. And I just adopted that. And by saying no to certain things, certain people, certain circumstances, certain situations, I started to say yes to me. Okay. That is how you take a stand. And I love this. The final one is D. Oh, now you can, can you guess what it is? Oh, yes. You guessed right. It is dance because you can. Mm-hmm. Dance because you can. Now I have a few friends who say, Duny, I don't know how to dance. I'm like two left feet put together. I mean, I would trip over myself <laughs> if I were put in a place to dance. But I want you to recognize something. Dancing is not a competitive sport for you. Okay. Now you might be a competitive dancer. I mean, because I know that of course, lots of people are listening to this and you, you might be, oh yeah, gosh, dancing is hard work. It's dedication. You need to know the rhythm and the beats and the it's great. But you know that you can just dance. You can just move. You can just relax. You can just be in that moment because you can. Dancing is an embodiment of holistic well-being. I'm going to say that again. Dancing is an embodiment of holistic well-being because when you dance, you engage your physical, your mental, your emotional, your spiritual. Yes, you do. When you dance, you also allow yourself some expression. Now, how many of you have ever gone through stress at all? <laughs> you might be thinking, well, really? Everybody goes through a form of stress. Yes, we do. And when you're stressed, you're all clenched up, all tight. Everything is just uh, together. Guess what? When you're in that state where everything is tight, everything is you're holding everything in place, you're maybe a bit agitated. Guess what happens? Your muscles tense up. Then you, because of course it's been in that constant state of being tense, you start to have muscle aches, muscle weakness. Oh, just have pain here and pain there and pain everywhere. But guess what happens when you dance? As you're moving, you relax the muscles. As you're relaxing the muscles, the tension is released. As you're having the tension released, the stress is dissipated. Can you see how important that is? Because when you take a stand, you allow yourself to dance. When you take a stand, even in the worst situations you're going through, it will take you to a place where you can see possibility. So are you ready to take a stand today? This might be the beginning of a day for you. It might be beginning of a moment for you. It might be the beginning of a month for you. This is the beginning of a new season on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. And I felt the need to share this important message. This important message of having that opportunity, taking a 
stand, making that decision because you can. So I'm going to do a quick recap for those who perhaps might have missed this. Today, we're talking about taking a stand. You need to stop in the moment. You need to take a breath. You need to ask for help. No is a word you need to say more often. And you need to dance because you can. It has been an absolute pleasure being here with you. I am Dr. Ginny, your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. And in this new season, in this anniversary celebration of the Wellbeing for Mothers show, I'd like to invite you to come join the club. Now, what's very special about this is when you are a part of the club, you are a patron, you are a supporter, you're supporting this message. This message has been going round, round for a full year. We've been putting this message out, especially through this platform. But of course, for a few years before this platform. So I would like to enjoin you to come join me. And by joining me on this mission to reach out to mom mothers, guess what's going to happen? You will also receive the video versions, the lots of goodies within the community. I'm going to put in the link. I'm just, I, what I've done is that I've shot in the link for you. So it's a bit link. So bit.ly dot com forward slash w four number four m club so i'm going to put that in there go there become a patron now you can pick any tier you want which is really great because you can decide oh i love this tier go for it oh i think i want to do more go for it it is at your discretion so today We've talked about taking a stand. I look forward to you connecting with me, connecting with mothers in the community and being empowered on your journey as a mother. I look forward to the next time we come together as we're celebrating a new session, a new season, a new life, new hope. Because when it comes to mothers, we are the ones that raise the future and we need to have holistic well-being of mind, body, soul, and spirit. Do take care. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share this with other mothers and make sure you listen to this again while you're taking notes so that you can get those nuggets. And please, I'd love to hear from you. Please leave a review. It's very important for us to know what your main takeaway was and what you'd like to hear more of. Do take care and stay well. Mm -hmm.